Not everyone goes boldly. These are their voyages. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other dilithium stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Greg. I'm Wheels. I'm Logan. And I'm Lee. What's that one? <laughs> I don't know that one. Yeah, what is dilithium? Dilithium crystals. Yeah, dilithium crystals. For the warp drive. The warp drive, okay. That is their mystical fuel. Yeah. Have we considered that it's a problem with the dilithium crystals that's caused our problem from last episode? <laughs> right. I mean, oh. It could be because they get jammed into Jeffrey's tubes all the time and some crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I spent a lot of time jamming into Jeffrey's tubes, let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. It's a family show. It's not. It's never been. <laughs> <laughs> Please Never. don't listen with your children. No, we earn that explicit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my friend Steve would watch Star Trek with us, but did not like it. But every time there was a problem, he would say, uh, "This should reverse the polarity." And then somebody <laughs> in- inevitably would say, "We got to reverse the polarity." And he's like, "I told you, because yeah. <laughs> it yeah, happens it's always- so much." And polarities, man, <laughs> always be in the way. That's a Doctor Who thing as well. I think it's the third doctor who always says the exact same thing. Reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. <laughs> no, look, they do. <laughs> Reversing everything works. Your car's yeah. not running. Throw it reverse. That's got to Reverse the it. polarity. Yeah. Hang on it and reverse it. That's all you I get. I put yeah. my thing down, flip it, and reverse it's it. It's your premonition by an anthem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain Cug, would you like to bring us up to speed about the current state? of the USS Stellaris and what um, happened last time? Sure. I mean, it was great. It was all good stuff. Only good things happened. <laughs> so we engaged our warp drives to head over to DS3. And um, but while we were doing that, you know, we kind of decided that maybe still staying and dealing with the problem with the space station and all that would be a better plan based on uh, TC remembering suddenly that they'd been on that space station back when it was, you know, populated. There was a brain blast for sure. Yeah. And um, so uh, we updated our thoughts and feelings about our plan and decided we should stay. Unfortunately, the ship has other plans because it refuses to drop out of warp drive. So, uh, Maho went to engineering to see, you know, if she could talk to someone there and figure out what was going on. Uh, Mostly, I think she just tried to convince engineering that the kid was the cause of everything and that they should definitely... Uh, look into... It was a weird conversation. I wasn't trying to convince them, but it was a very circular <laughs> conversation, I think because I realized halfway through that it probably was the kid, and I'm talking to the wrong person. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I think she went to her habitat to see if she could find something to pass pacify the kid, like, uh, you know, ethically. So then I went to the Safe Harbor Club to talk to the bartender, mainly because they're a Betazoid. And I don't know, I just thought, like, maybe a telepathic viewpoint would be helpful. And also, I just feel like usually when I have conversations in the safe harbor club i feel better afterwards so it seemed like a worth a try uh i didn't particularly feel better after this one because uh mostly just learned that the age this kid is around 12ish seems to be around the time that telepaths at least for betasoids this is true and i'm going to go ahead and apply this blanket across all telepaths cuz i can hmm. It's a it's a hard time, you know, learning about Well, I mean, gosh, y'all remember what it's like to be twelve? Now be telepathic on top of it. Your body's changing. <laughs> You're growing new powers in strange places. Sounds awful. I mean, honestly, it almost makes me have sympathy for the kid. Almost. Yeah, I almost feel bad, but I don't feel bad for yelling at him and his no, dad. No, no. Speaking of yelling, so in the middle of all that, I uh Decided maybe I should go check on some things. And turns out T-Seed had gone to confront the kid about the whole thing with Mamim and all of it. And uh, the kid refused to acknowledge that he had done anything and that and insisted that this was all what T-Seed wanted. So T-Seed tried to get Schofield to help, but obviously that went about as well as you would expect it to have gone. And that's when I got there and realized that my, the wrong spidey senses had been tingling the whole time about the wrong person. I thought it was going to be Maho doing something stupid, but it was TC. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing hard work trying to, uh, realizing that I can't be the goofy one all the time. I'm working on it. And I been a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, w- I also for for that whole outburst, you get a karma point back because I believe your trait is impulsive, right? Yeah, yeah. I I'm glad you remembered because I definitely in my head after the last recording was like I should ask Greg to give me another karma because I really earned it. You did really earn it. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're gonna pick up as Cap'n's coming down the hallway. the The door to Schofield room has slammed shut in T Seed's face. Because that just didn't go well. Wow, cool. Yeah, just... Whatever. Hey, Captain. Hi. So... Maho gets here, like, now, and is like, I brought... I I brought stuff! uh, I can help! Oh, sorry, there's something going on. Isn't there? Well... You know what? It's fine. Whatever it is. It's fine. We're ignoring this. What you got? Okay. You don't want. You don't even want to. I mean, if you've got something you want to tell me, I'd love to hear it. Okay. No. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean that kid absolutely stole one of my, you know, people that I am. So I'm yeah. pretty uh, we, miffed we about it. We knew that it. part before. So. Yeah, but uh, then I like was like, "Hey, you did this," and he was like, "No, I did it." Right. So. Did anything change? Did this conversation that you just had with two people that I would probably have not wanted you to have a conversation with, did that change anything about our situation, actually? 
Maho leaves to get two more doses of the <laughs> sedative that she prepared for the kid. <laughs> yeah, it did. It changed that um, previously, I think the kid and maybe Schofield thought I was okay. And now they don't. I probably don't like me. So that changed. Oh, you mean like like helpful? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's. Okay. So moving on. <laughs> We're going to learn from this that we don't randomly talk to people without thinking about it first. Um, okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll take it into consideration. I appreciate that. Yeah. Honestly, we've done this like a lot, and I don't know why. Uh, I, what can I say? I'm just impulsive. It's like I get special powers if I do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I don't even know if you are actually my crew member or I don't know. I don't know how this works. I mean, I guess you are, but like not also. I'm, I'm not, (laughs) I currently am not because you know, my meme's not in here. I don't have the skill set that you hired him for. Right. Like we, none of us in here know that stuff. So, Um, you know, I mean like, my meme's wicked strong, and I can, like, punch people, I think. I think that would still probably work fine. Maho comes back then and is like, oh my god, we're resorting to violence now! <laughs> Punching, I am sure, would feel satisfying, but I'm gonna need you to consider not doing it, please. Okay. I, uh, I'm i not planning to punch. Generally, we're not about that life, but, uh, if, I mean, you know, it needs must. Just try not to, that's all. Okay, I'll try. What you got for me, Maho? Well, you remember the plant that the kid had expert knowledge of how to uh, harvest? I, you know, I was kind of eyeing his uh, methods, you know, with the um, security footage from the habitat, and I realized there's actually some techniques that he was doing that I could do to actually get... Anyway, I have more of it is the moral of this story. It worked to kind of calm the kid down last time, and I feel like maybe the vibe... In here, uh, for all of us, maybe needs a little chillin', so uh, drink up, and she's got, like, an herbal tea made out of it. I down it, absolutely. Um. Oh, you don't gotta, Captain. It, you're totally fine if you don't want to, but just, uh, just thought I'd offer, you know? I appreciate the thought, but I don't think it's for me. She goes, yes, and then drinks your portion. <laughs> <laughs> So th- now that this is in s- in the my body, like previously, this is how uh, Mamim communicated with Tea Seed was to get into this sort of. Oh, zone. Oh, is there a yeah. different set of herbs in a different way? But if you want it, if you want this yeah, version I w- to work, I, I basically want to like. I, well, I want to spend a karma to see if Tea Seed's still like in here. You know, f- like if Mamim is, can, you mean? But yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah, Mamim. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, even I get it wrong. <laughs> oh. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so, oh shit. Now I want to ask a follow up of like, is is he in distress or how something? Much, like, how much karma do you have? I know you got one back, but what is how does that? What does that mean? So I mean, now that I spent that one, I have four left. Okay. But yeah, I like it. What? How do I find that out? Like, what is it? Like? Uh, I mean, it's it is the same. Like as like the main consciousness dips down you know like you just 
like there's like a, the loud voice in the room, and then when that voice goes quiet, you can hear more of what's going on around you. Yeah, Greg, as yes. somebody who can um, drink alcohol and do drugs, yeah, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> so uh, I would also bet that the way that T Seed achieves a Zen like calm as a collective would be different than how Mamim would because Mamim is using like Vulcan training, right? Right. But yeah, absolutely. Right. T Seed wouldn't have that. Which which is like exactly why I was just going on the assumption like T well T Seed is moving forward with just thinking that person's gone. Like right. deleted because they don't have the same sort of training. But this at least this is like I feel like I brush up against the knowledge, right? Right. Like once your voice has calmed down sort of like the shock and the sudden like all the all the memories that have came came back and just the general shock of suddenly being in control and also like the freedom of that and also i think you also became very aware of how vulcans experience emotions like yeah why you've been running so high once the t sort of takes the edge off of all of that you are aware that everybody is still there okay oh he's he's still here i well i mean i'm still worried and concerned because he's not talking but mamim is in here well i mean that's great news it's a start right i mean yeah can do you remember like like could you put me in the exact situation <laughs> That Mamim used to to communicate with us. Uh, oh boy, that was. I think we were. Where were we? Was that ready room? I don't. I think I was using red plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Well, no, because T Seed was sort of there. I I think it's in Mamim's quarters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's all coming back to me. Yeah, I know what I need to grab. <laughs> but boy, I. <clears throat> I don't have the link to the playlist anymore. <laughs> oh. That could be super important. They took down the playlist uh, for copyright reasons, which I didn't even realize were a thing in this. What exactly does copyright mean in a post-money society? What is That's what you... I was asking. But then again, I asked that a lot about what I do in this society. Are you watching dark web YouTube? <laughs> I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's only no money in the, in the military. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, but isn't isn't like all of Earth post money as well? Not entirely. Huh. I it is somewhat, but like civilians still buy and trade. Like they don't have to, but they do sell goods. But like you also sort of realize, like Starfleet runs in essence the entire planet. So like, mm. how do you divide Earth citizens who live on the planet from Starfleet? It ain't easy. But like. Yeah. You know, like the Ferengi at some point bought all of the freewheeling copyright that was out in the universe at some point, and you're like, "This is going to pay dividends." I don't know who the Beatles are, but I own uh, the catalog. Secretly, it's secretly a dystopia. Yeah, Spotify changed to Ferengify, and it just hasn't been the same. <laughs> I swear they they break up the songs in the middle of the song. I hear an ad. I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, but I, I got, I got, a, I got another playlist for you. You, 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 uh, I'll, I'll skip the ads. Okay, cool, great. The, yeah, the Vulcan meditation candle, and mm-hmm. who all is, is everybody going, or? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you all go back to Mamim's quarters uh, and set up the entire meditation candle and the herbs and the whole deal and start the process. So what does that look like? Like, what happens? Because this is, this is your two characters. So we're in a familiar place to Mamim, right? Yep. So I think it's something where, like, TC doesn't really know what's going on. It's, they're trying their best. And Maho is like, did I have the curtains open or closed? And she keeps, like, changing them. <laughs> I think Kug uh, sits down beside you, wherever you are, and says, um, could I hold your hand? Yeah, of course. Hey, um, so like in a, in some ways, you know Mamim better than we do, since he's not really fully integrated with us. Why don't you tell me a story? If that won't be too hard for Lee to just come up with a random <laughs> story. Oh yeah, where was it that you two like knew each other beforehand? This is just wheels asking out of character. We served on another ship. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can do that. We served together on the Elysium. And uh, one of the first times that we actually gone on an away mission together on a planet, I forget the name. For whatever reason, you know, sometimes there's like big groups that go out. Sometimes there's just small ones. This seemed like a fairly simple mission and it was just the two of us. But it turned out to be a lot more dangerous than we thought it was going to be. Oh. And, um, not gonna lie, I did not handle it very well. Oh. I, Kelpians have a, um, we have a threat ganglia that we, uh, part of our, our species, we can have those removed, uh, at some point in our lives. It's, uh, sort of a rite of passage kind of thing, and, um... Okay. I chose not to. I chose to keep mine because um, I felt like, well, I used to be a surfer, <laughs> which <Whoa>. is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I always felt like just uh, being able to feel that little bit of like rush of fear kind of helped oh. with, you know, c- keep you on your toes and. I don't know, sort of like react in the moment and make decisions. Okay. And when I went to serve for Starfleet, I decided that maybe they could help me instead of being like, you know, losing them. And I don't know, I was just worried. Like maybe I would. Anyway, this isn't a story about me. So I kept them. But uh, so we were on this planet and we had been cornered by this giant creature that. Honestly, I can't even, <laughs> like, lizardy kind of, but, like, furry, too. It was wild. Whoa. We didn't even know they were on the planet. I'm so mad I was court-martialed back then, because I would have <laughs> loved to see that. <laughs> you could you could have sold the hide or something. Uh, I, I just shut down. I shut, I just shut completely down. I got so scared, and then I just got all in my head about it, like... I'd made the wrong decision and I wasn't doing the right thing. And Mamim was just 
there, like rock solid the whole time, just making decisions and helping me out and, uh, you know, just, well, uh, not gonna lie, did single-handedly, like, I punched that thing to death. I don't know. Whoa. I don't know if it died, but it, it, it he, he took care of it. Yeah. It was inspiring. Huh. But, you know, I always appreciated sort of the way that Mameem... Well, I think we make a good team, you know? Like, Mameem's level-headed and can reason things out in a pinch. But I can kind of bring the fun and emotion and, like, you know, uh, spontaneity. Hmm. And I think you do that for Mameem, too. Yeah, I, I don't know that he... Uh, likes it as much <laughs> when it's some a force inside his mind. <laughs> oh, can I interrupt here? Because I don't know the meme quite as well as Cog, but I mean, I can tell you he appreciates your insight like a lot. Like we've do- we've done we've had these little meditation nights a lot for him just so that he can talk to you. So. Oh. Uh, I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't sell yourself short. Uh, the the guy appreciates you. I can guarantee that. Huh. It's been an adjustment, but I think he's enjoying it. Huh. That's really nice to know. Honestly, TC, I like you a lot, and I like Mamim, but mostly, I just miss my friend. Yeah. Does Mameem sort of show his head, Greg? <laughs> That's up to you. Oh. Is this the point when you integrate? Because we could do a mind, a sort of mindscape thing where I will take over T-Seed. I, I mean, if the kid hasn't truly robbed Mm-mm. the body of, of Mameem, then I think this is this is the moment of integration. Yeah. Okay. What ha- I think what happens is... With that story and with with sort of the meditation and the whole thing, I think the entity of T-Seed falls out of physical consciousness, like is no longer experiencing the outside world, and sort of arrives in this barren, rocky desert space yeah. on one side sort of in a, a semicircle are all of the lives that you've been. You know, all there, all very much acknowledging each other, all very much aware of like, hey, you know, we we have journeyed together for this long. And I think across the way is the very separated entity that is Mamim. Yeah, I, I feel like Mamim is like kind of meditating off just in the distance, like, like kind of far away. Which of your lives do you think actually decides to take the first step? Do you think it's the, like, one of the very first ones, or? Oh, I think it's Mameem. I think Mameem sort of like wakes okay. up as he's hearing Kug like say nice things, and you know, Tseed also saying nice things, Maho, like just everybody, you know, is sort of maybe taking him out of his funk that he's been in, 
which was just like, hey, you're no fun. And uh, literally nobody in your body wants you here. But hearing this is, is, you know, making him realize that's not true. That's just like some random child <laughs> being a bully. You open your eyes and you can see across this deserted sort of barren wasteland this circle of of people who are incredibly familiar to you mm-hmm. uh, but are still very much away from you what what do you do Mim just gets up out of this uh, meditative pose and I feel like that, like wind is blowing against him and mm-hmm. kicking up sand in his face but he still is like moving forward towards the group and eventually like finds his place in the lineup is the group like playing music together or something I don't know I have that image Ooh. of like in this little desert almost yeah. valley I think they are humming oh. the tune that is part of the religious ceremony of the bonding that you oh. didn't that you didn't get you didn't get the religious thing right, it because was it was an emergency. emergency yeah and so you're hearing for the first time sort of the religious wistful humming tune that that the entity is revealing to you probably for the first time because yeah. it's just been an ongoing like freight train since it happened and I think the two individuals that argue on the end as you finally get close each grab your hand and you form a circle and you now know this song like you know what you should be what this what this ceremony is and the ground beneath you just changes into yeah. this lush grassland and the wind ceases and is just a very gentle flowing breeze as Mamim really adds their voice finally to everybody else who's singing the same song and I think yeah. you wake up so we're all in a circle right I think the yeah. circle just sort of like shrinks until it's just one body uh, hugging itself, and then that is what wakes up. Yeah, and I think you wake up just singing the last refrain of that song. Oh, is the singing good? Uh, yes. That's Mami. I think that it is. Buddy! Hello, I am, uh... I am hugging you. Oh. <laughs> I'm hugging. Oh, Cog's just like... Hello, Cog. <laughs> Maho joins the hug and it's like, shit's going so weird. <laughs> I'm so glad you're back, man. Oh, I, I'm sorry for leaving briefly. Also, I think I'm gonna start using contractions. Uh, this is a thing that has been shown to me. <laughs> wow, what a, this is, this is progress. Yeah, um, anyway. Uh... Let's never change. <laughs> I think I'm in the process of it, but yeah, no, you're good. Okay, whatever this is, it's it's yeah, you're great. Um, what have? Uh, well, the warp drive's fucked. Um, yeah. everything's controlled by a child, 
And um, we think that there are uh, telepathic foxes involved. Yeah, okay, yes. Actually, I... Basically, that's everything. Now that we've all been integrated, I do think that I remember most of this. Oh, that's going to be handy. <laughs> yes. I regret to inform you that I do not have special training to deal with this specific um, interaction. However... <laughs> I don't either. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I guess that is part of... Sorry, that's part of... Starfleet stuff. You don't got to push it, buddy. It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could we possibly go back to the station? Sure. All ideas sound great at this point. Oh wait, actually, I forgot. We're still in warp drive. We can't actually do anything. Our warp drive is in fact still fucked. Sorry, yeah. we are yeah. always on yeah. in warp, not off. Permanently. Yep. Nope. Always. On. I am misunderstood. Towards. Yep. Let's go fuck a kid up. <laughs> let's. Uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, we're choice. We're choice. Let's reword that. Let's reword that. <laughs> let's go fuck a dad up. I'm okay. I'm into fucking dads. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not not into. As you are getting up, uh, there is a comms alert that is Jotty from Engineering. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Captain, can you come to Engineering? Sure. Should we all join you? Our teleporter's working right now. We haven't really taken stock of what's not working. I'm so glad to know that you have you have finally make, made the logical choice to not walk down long corridors and instead just teleport to wherever you want to go. I'm just feeling stressed. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, if the teleporters are working, I teleport to engineering with them, obviously. Yeah, you can transport there. Great. Maho is like, uh, well, if you're stressed, I still have a little bit of that teat, but then by the time she's done saying nope. it, you've ported. You've, uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you not coming with? Yeah, I take everyone with. Oh, okay. Well, then in that case, uh, like she doesn't realize it, and wh- or whoever was plugging in the teleporter doesn't realize it, so she ends up like dropping the teacups there, <laughs> like they don't get teleported Aww. with her. Oh wow! I would have taken you up on that. Uh, so you arrive in uh, engineering, where Jotty uh, and the engineers are all working. Talk to me, Jotty. Okay. So based off of Maho's story, <laughs> I raised my eyebrows. I love hearing my name. <laughs> that we are we are dealing with a situation where all of our movements are predicted. Hmm. Uh, that's Maho's theory. It was that. Uh, that's not a bad I mean, theory. I yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. That's exactly how I put it. So we are going to, we have devised a computerized program that will randomize our commands so that it is unpredictable. Uh And it is our hope that the command we put in will actually randomize itself into bringing us out of warp. The scrambleizer. Right. Of course. That's a genius idea. Who came up with that? Oh, I, I did. Um I am I That's am amazing. I'm going to before we run this talk about the potential ramifications. This 
Yeah. Okay. Let's let's hear those. I hate this part. Yeah, let's just have fun. Worst case scenario is we actually cut life support. Oh. Okay. Are we we're not so we're not uh programming it with specific random ones? We are, but the but maybe life support's not in that list? That, well, that is, that is it is a small possibility that the random path that it takes as it goes through its unpredictable programming there is a shot that it cuts off life support oh oh hey actually i've been i've been kind of stocking up on o2 in the habitat for an experiment reason that might help if things go sideways i realize the Life support ain't just about O2, but if things go sideways, uh, I can at least rewire things so we can breathe. Yeah. That's important. Uh, we would probably have, since I took into account, you know, uh, the various plant-based other things, if life support cuts, we would have life support for a day and a half, which would get us to very close to DS3. Huh. It is also possible that in that time of putting in new commands, it may turn life support back on. The unpredictable nature of what we are about to attempt, if you decide that we should go ahead, that is an outcome. We aren't 100% sure what all of the other outcomes are, but the only way that we can see a way around what Maho has described to us is doing something so unpredictable that it works. Uh, would you hate us if we told you that we were actually thinking of going back to Gloriana Station? Yeah, well, I mean, not if our life support gets cut. So just hold on a second. Let's talk this out for just a second. Yes, Captain. Let's, we think that this entity perhaps knows some amount of the future. That That is what Maho described to me, yes. Tis, uh, Mami. You could say either. Do you remember in your dealings with the, whatever you called them, Odurians? Odurians. Odurians? I, I think it's pronounced hors d'oeuvres. I think it is horsey doovers. That's a new joke that TC told me. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm going to just keep ignoring that. If it was your thought, your desires that they could tell, or, your, or everything, just the future in general. Do you remember? I, I believe that they had... Huh, like a month of precognition. Um, okay. And it did seem like they knew our desires for yeah, that yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. Right. So sort of both, but it's not like they can tell. You know, I, I can't say definitively, but I know that they had desires a month in advance. So I think it's probably both. Yeah, that's fair. It was a long time ago. That sounds awesome. I never know what I want. Right. It was weird. So here, here's where I'm going with this. If, if we're going to do this randomization thing, because it does sound promising, but I simply cannot risk cutting life support to my entire ship. Uh, 
That is. This isn't actually a scene from the uh, episode. That was actually some behind the scenes footage of when we were talking about making this podcast. (laughs) 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 Wait, what? Because you said if we're going to do this randomization thing, (laughs) we might have to cut lights. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Johnny is our. Our ensign that's down here, right? Or are they even an ensign? Oh, um, uh, Jotty. Jotty is the chief engineer. Jotty. So, so where I'm going with this, uh, in in short, is do we think it? I could uh, prepare the ship in any way for the possibility of life support being cut without tipping our hand at what we're doing, or is that just <laughs> uh, going too far? Jotty. Yes. Would it help if we put all of the folks on the ship in to, you know, situations that they aren't usually in um, just to sort of, is there any way to put our thumb on the randomization? Do you know what I mean? Like, for instance, I'm, or Mamim, right? Yeah, yes. Usually very straight laced. This particular incarnation is a little less so. And perhaps that's some factor that makes an X an X plus one. If we can get enough people on the ship to be X plus ones of themselves, potentially the random outcome could be guaranteed to not be so bad as to turn off the life support. Is it potential? Okay. I don't I don't know if that's how randomization works. Okay, but that sounds like Star Trek techno babble. So yeah. that's literally what they did on uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strange New Worlds in the musical episode. So I just uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's almost it's almost like word for word. It might be it might be too close. Uh, as Johnny thinks, like we are shooting for a outcome that is extremely rare. So if we take relativity and assume that timelines get written by the choices that we are making, then I do think if everything on the ship was, everybody was doing something completely random. Getting silly with it? We (laughs) probably have a better shot at getting to the timeline that benefits us. Perfect. Okay, so what I'm hearing is what I need the computer to do is uh, make a list of random things for everyone to do, and then assign it to everyone on the ship. Perfect. I can, I'm just out. Just this rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she just types in uh, uh, some. Can we set it so that it changes the task that they're doing every hour? Uh, sure. Maho's eyes are glowing. She's like, this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I hate everything about this. Uh, so it's kind of cool. Johnny makes a bunch of things in, just types in a bunch of commands. And then before hitting enter, oh, so I need to be absolutely clear, Captain. If I hit enter and everybody gets their new Whatever it is task to do, we're moving forward, and I send the program through. Jesus, take the wheel! <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, take, take the, the wheel! wheel. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel! Kyle XY, take the wheel, is what I obviously meant to say. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't remember that other person. 
I don't. I don't know why the two programs have to be connected, but okay. Well, if we, I mean, the idea is that we're going to start doing the random things so that the program has She's the saying, most likely chance of like shutting. We're committing to it. I do we're get committing. It. I do get it. I do this. get it. Okay. Fuck. We got to get weird with it so that we are literally unpredictable and then the kid can't predict what we're doing and then we slip out of his grasp for long enough to like get our bearings again. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, but I'm the one that gets court-martialed if this goes wrong. So everybody shut up. Whoa. <laughs> oh, yep. Okay. One more question. Yes. Yes, Captain. How close to almost to DS3 is, do you mean when you say it will get us almost there? We are four hours into a two-day trip. We would have enough life support to do another 36 hours. We would be within comms, but we still wouldn't be out of warp. So we'd be... Roughly eight-ish hours away from Deep Space 3 yes. with no life support. And no way to drop warp. Uh-huh. But that's why we have the plan that's going to totally work. Right. Okay. Well, the way I see it, we have two choices. We do this one, or we go guns blazing, and I mean that figuratively, not literally, oh. into Schofield's room and uh confront him with a zero evidence that we have about anything and um i i uh did uh did <sighs> do that plan earlier um and it didn't it didn't pan right. out and it didn't go great so uh don't see how doing it a second time is going to help anything wonderful it, it is plan a let's pull the ripcord okay great uh let's just do it i guess the first time uh, in Star Trek that we do plan A. <laughs> all right. Definitely just not going to prison for this, for sure. Uh, so, Jotty hits the button, and all of you get a communication of what your jobs, what you have to go do. Oh, hell yeah. Mine just says chug, 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 chug. <laughs> and we'll do that next time. That's not even random for you. <laughs> also, it's not even different. <laughs> Randomness includes oh, series. Right. Sorry, that was just my personal calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it just <laughs> no, as, a, as like a monthly just, yeah, just remembering event. Have fun, girl. Uh, it's like a treat yourself kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think that's monthly. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Find us on Facebook and Blue Sky at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. Or you could buy our book at bit.ly forward slash random book with a capital R and B. All the links we mentioned, our other projects, and more can be found on our website, VRE.show. We are entirely fan funded, so if you'd like to help keep the show going, and get monthly bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash VRE. To all our patrons, thanks for supporting us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
of five. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, yesterday when I was recording with Lisa, we agreed on a number. <laughs> and then I just like clapped. <laughs> it's just not on the right number. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, now feels right. Yeah. <laughs> this, you know, this feels like the one I should clap at, right? Oh, so we had to do it again. <laughs> <laughs>